Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Kellogg's Pep! The Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order, champion of equal rights, valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice, who is today more puzzled than ever over the strange series of bank robberies. We'll join him in the little village of Lordville in just a moment. But right now, let's hear what Dan McCullough has in store for us. You know, gang, if you should ever happen to be kind of blue, I'll bet you could cheer yourself up just by taking a look at some of those comic buttons you're collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pet. They're sure to hand you a laugh. Take K.O., for instance. His black derby hat, sizes too big for him, sits down over one eye in the silliest way while he looks just like a, you know, a tough little mug with a sense of humor. Then there's Smokey Stover. You know, the fellow who's always doing things backward. Why, he's doggone comical with his ear-to-ear grin and his fireman's hat sitting back on his head. And you'll get a kick out of the Superman button, too, because he reminds you of all the wonderful adventures he's had and all the rest of the 18 different buttons in the series. And you know what the best part is? These pictures are straight from the funny papers. They're true to life and done up in such bright colors, they show up like anything when you wear the buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. So get busy on your collection, gang. They're easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But there's one of these exclusive prizes in every package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Ask Mom to get you P-E-P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. Never before has Superman been up against so baffling a problem as the one facing him now. Is it possible, as a result of the strange after effects of being bombarded with atomic energy, that he has been breaking into banks, stealing money, and then donating it to charity without realizing what he is doing? Or, as his friend Batman thinks, Is there another Superman, another individual possessed of superhuman powers who has been committing the acts? In a desperate effort to solve the problem, Superman and Batman charted the course of the strange bank robberies and discovered that they followed a circular path through small towns in the vicinity of Metropolis. The next two towns on the arc of the circle were Lordville and Somerset. And while Superman set himself to watch the Lordville bank, Batman and Robin stationed themselves in Somerset. Late at night, a masked figure dropped out of the sky in Somerset, garbed in a blue costume and red cape. As Robin tried unsuccessfully to contact Superman by walkie-talkie radio, the man attacked our two friends, then leaped into the air and disappeared. Batman and Robin hurried to Lordville, where Superman said he had not received the SOS call on his walkie-talkie. The test, however, proved that the radio was in working order. 
And as we continue now, on the dark street in front of the Lordville Bank, Superman says... Nothing wrong with the walkie-talkie, so why didn't I hear Robin calling me? You're sure you were here all the time? Every minute, Batman. Gosh, I can't figure it out. Neither can I, unless... Unless what? Unless you were asleep when we tried to call you. I wasn't. Well, how do you know? You said you've often dropped off to sleep without warning since you were exposed to that atomic energy. Well, yes, but I wasn't... Well, that's what must have happened tonight. Like the other evening in your apartment, when you dozed off in your chair and slept for several hours. Say, I'll bet that's what did happen. Oh, no, I don't think so, Say, Robin, wait a minute, I wait. I just thought of something. What? Before you fell asleep the other evening, you complained of a headache. Remember? Yes, yes, that's right. Do you have a headache tonight? Come to think of it, I did have one, but I would have known if I'd been asleep. Not necessarily. You might have been leaning against the bank or sitting down. Well, when you woke up, you were still in the same place, and you didn't know you'd been sleeping. I suppose that could be the answer. Well, I'm sure of it. But if it is, then I... I... You what? I must be the one who dropped out of the sky in Somerset an hour ago to rob the bank. Jeepers. You weren't. How do you know? I told you before. Even if you walked in your sleep... You mean flew. Or had amnesia, you wouldn't do anything wrong. Well, if I didn't know what I was doing... Well, you still wouldn't do anything wrong. There's another Superman. I've said so from the beginning. Sorry, I can't believe it. Look, both of you. You saw whoever it was tonight. You were face-to-face with him. You must know if it was me or not. We weren't face-to-face with him very long. He threw us around like a couple of footballs. Yes, and he was wearing a mask. But I'm sure he wasn't you. But he was about my size and build. Yes. And he was wearing a costume just like mine. Yes. And he got away by leaping up into the air and disappearing. Yes, but I... Wait a minute, I forgot. His voice. Was it my voice? His voice? I don't seem to remember his voice. Oh, neither do I. Say, come to think of it, he didn't say a word. That's right. He just kind of grunted now and then. Oh. I can't believe it was you, Superman. Only, of course, it does seem funny Oh, no? stop it, Robin. If only I knew. I've got to know. Look, Jim, I've got an idea. What is it? Dr. Halper. He's chief at the Metropolis Hospital. He's a friend of mine. He's not only one of the greatest physicians in the world, but he worked with the atom bomb scientist on the after effects of radioactivity. Oh? Now, let's put the problem up to him. Nothing would suit me better. Fine. We'll go back to Metropolis right now. Oh, no, wait. We can't leave here till sunup. Why not? Well, just in case the other Superman might decide to take a crack at this bank. I still can't believe there is another I one. know there is. Oh. oh, oh, it's the town clock. Yeah. Well, let's get out of sight. Just in case our friend does show up. This way. Okay. Hiding in the dark shadows of the bank, our friends wait tensely but in vain. And when the first streaks of the rising sun lighten the sky above the sleeping village... They returned to Metropolis. A short time later, in their guises of Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, Superman and Batman are in the office of Dr. Alfred Halper, world-famous director of the Metropolis Hospital. Ah, just a moment, please, please. And Mr. Kent, are you trying to tell me that you believe Superman is this mysterious bank robber? Yes. No, which is it? That Kent has a crazy idea that he, uh, I mean Superman. Well, go ahead and tell Dr. Halper about it, Kent. Okay. I suppose you read about Superman's recent experience with the Atom Man, Doctor. Of course. Amazing thing. Not for Superman. I shudder to think what might have happened to us all. But go on, go on. Well, a short while after that, Superman was trapped in a cyclotron where he was exposed to more atomic energy. I happen to know that since then he's been getting headaches and even dropping off to sleep at odd times. Yes. How do you know that? I, well, I, I know. Take my word for it. Now, it's my theory that during these, well, these sleeping spells, when he doesn't know what he's doing, he breaks into banks. 
And when he wakes up, he has no recollection of what he did. Oh, you're all wet. Now, now, wait I... a minute, Bruce. Why do you say that, Mr. Tim? Well, because several people saw the man leap into the air and disappear. Only Superman can do that. And only he can bend solid steel bars and rip open heavy barred doors and vaults. Well, the other Superman can evidently do it, too. Well, I just don't believe there is another, Bruce. Oh, there must be. Just a could... moment, please. I don't know if Bruce's theory is correct, but I'm sure that yours is incorrect, Mr. Kent. Oh, why? For two reasons. In the first place, I don't believe that Superman could have these periods of forgetfulness which we call amnesia. Neither do I. But he was exposed to the terrible power of atomic energy, Doctor. Couldn't that have brought it on? Not with Superman. But even if it were possible, which I don't believe, he certainly wouldn't commit any criminal acts. There, there, you hear that, Kent? Yeah, yes, I hear it, but I'd like to know why Dr. Halper is so certain. Because Superman, as everyone knows, is thoroughly honest and upright. He fights for law and order. Well, that's true, but such a person wouldn't commit a dishonest act, even if he'd been hypnotized. Now, that's a proven medical fact. But he gives all the stolen money to charity. Stealing is an antisocial act, a crime, regardless of what's done with the stolen goods. Robin Hood stole from the rich to help the poor, but he was still a thief. Isn't that right? Right. Of course. That's why I say Superman couldn't have done it. He works for the law and for society, not against it. Well, are you satisfied, Kent? Yes. Yes, and I'm relieved, too. <laughs> Imagine thinking Superman could turn bank robber. Why, it's enough to make you lose faith in all humanity. I can assure you it's impossible. Well, that's wonderful. Hey, I, I don't know how to tell you how grateful I am, Doctor. I'm glad I could be of service. Incidentally, Bruce's theory that there may be another Superman is very interesting. Uh, we'll have more to tell you on that later. I hope. Well, uh, we've got to rush now. Many thanks, Doc. All right, come on, Kent. All right, thanks again, Dr. Halper. You're quite welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, you won't have to give yourself up to the police after all, Kent. Oh, it certainly takes a load off my mind, I must say. But somehow I just can't believe it. Oh, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Halper knows his stuff. And you said you did believe. Oh, I believe I'm not the bank robber, Bruce. Well, then what? I just can't believe there's another Superman. Oh, you're being stubborn. No, I'm not. It's only Superman could do the things this fellow's been doing. I realize it looks that way, but... Here, wait, I'll open the door. Oh, thanks. Uh, What did you start to say? Well, if there is another Superman, why haven't we heard of him before? Where's he been all these years? I've been wondering about that, too. But we'll find out when we catch him. Something strange about this. Very strange. Bruce, did you hear that? Yes. Come on, I want to see that paper. Breaking into a run, Clark, Kent, and Bruce Wayne make for the newsboy who is shouting that the mysterious bank robber has been identified. Who is he? We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, gang, there are just as many girls who like to eat Kellogg's Pep for breakfast as there are fellows. And there are just as many girls collecting those swell comic buttons Pep is putting out, too. Why, I see dresses and jackets and caps sporting comic buttons all the time. And you know, sometimes I suspect that it's pretty much a matter of pride with the fellows not to let the girls get ahead of them. You see, in the first place, these comic buttons are mighty easy to look at. So all the gang wants to collect all 18 buttons in the series. Actual, true-to-life pictures of your favorite comic strip characters, done up in bright red and blue and black on a gleaming white background. Mighty snappy-looking. Then there's the fun in swapping duplicates with your pals. 
Boy, that's something no fellow or girl wants to miss. And you don't have to, because these exciting comic buttons are easy to collect. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask Mom to get you plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Inside every package, there's your exciting prize. So get your comic buttons, gang, from P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. As they left the Metropolis Hospital, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, who was really the famous Batman, heard a newsboy shouting that the mysterious bank robber had been identified. As we continue now, Kent has purchased a paper, and he and Wayne have moved away from the excited crowd around the newsboy. Who is it, Kent? Listen to this, Bruce. The mysterious bank robber who has been terrorizing communities in the vicinity of Metropolis by his superhuman feats of strength and his ability to fly has at last been identified by Inspector William Henderson of the Metropolis Police Department. Oh, never mind. Oh, that can't go on. All right, wait a minute. Let's see. Here. Early this morning, Henderson summoned reporters to his office and announced that he had just discovered evidence which identified the bank burglar. Henderson said that he was shocked to have to reveal that the thief is... is... Is who, Kent? Is who? Superman. Speechless, Bruce Wayne snatches the paper from Clark Kent's hands and reads Inspector Henderson's startling statement again. A statement to the effect that newly discovered evidence has proven that the amazing bank robber is Superman, the Man of Steel. How can this be after what Dr. Halpert has just said? And what is this new evidence? Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting, fellows and girls, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, for the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. Say, gang, get a load of this. Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the famous variety carton of six swell Kellogg cereals in ten separate packages. Makes breakfast more fun than a picnic. With Kellogg's Variety on the table, you can choose among Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Pep, Corn Flakes, Shredded Wheat Crumbles, and 40% Bran Flakes. Simply help yourself to your favorite. Each box holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.